Well, what's up, everybody, and welcome to everybody's bouncing. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another edition of We Stomped You Out. I am Steve. I got Timmy right here to my right. What is up? Your left. I don't know. Keith right down here. Keith, this is your new norm, new normal spot on these shows, right beneath us. 11377. Word up. Uh, season three, episode number three. Uh, total episode count number 31. A little Jason Seahorn action there. Uh, plenty to talk piece. about this week. Uh, <laughs> plenty to talk about. Uh, uh, return action. This week with uh, week one behind us. Uh, Monday night. We'll talk. We'll, we'll we'll get to it. We'll talk through it. Uh, but first, of course, let me pass it along to my good buddy. I'm well, not good buddy. The my acquaintance, Mister oh, Larris. Screw you, bro. <laughs> I know we were boys. Like, you know, I've known you for a long time now, and I really consider us to be boys. That was really uh, a revelation. Aww. Like I, I'm hurt. Yeah, I'm hurt. So my my whole entire thing. There's only one part of you that's hurt right now. I won't even go there. Every, every response I wanted to spit out of my mouth, my brain said, filter, 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 filter. So we're going to just go right into www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com, which we don't have to filter, from the roastery to your front door. They filter it for you before it gets to you because they pick the finest beans to get to your door, bitches. www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com. Uh, there's a ton of flavors out there. The, uh, for me personally, I like some of the flavors. They have flavored coffee. They have regular coffee. I like the flavored coffee because I drink my coffee black. Some of those flavored coffees are a part of the 50% more caffeine line. In other words, every cup you drink, you get 150% caffeine instead of 100% caffeine. And part of that line is my favorite, Cinnabuzz. Cinnabuzz, it's a cinnamon roasted coffee. Uh, it's delicious. gives you that kick in the ass that you need in the morning. And it has so many calories, right? Farachi, how many calories? I forget. To settle. Boom. Actually, it has no calories per Farachi. Don't blame me if it's wrong. But it's not. <laughs> it's going to be like that episode of Seinfeld with the fat-free cupcakes. We like to or, call uh, <laughs> Yogurt. We like to call our Yogurt, friend Rodriguez jacked-up cupcake. Uh, it's a vanilla cupcake-flavored coffee, 150% caffeine line. Uh, and it's cupcakes and it's vanilla. So, obviously, there's a lot of calories in it, right, Farachi? There's got to be. But something's in there that says, set all. Boom. Uh, then you can also go over to the non-caffeinated. Actually, the non-extra caffeinated line <laughs> does have caffeine in it. It's only 100%. Only 100%. Uh, which has some delicious flavors, too, which is my favorite. I got to be honest. I love the morning wood. Uh, every time I drink a cup of morning wood, yeah, I think does. of Farachi's little uh, sexy body. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Farachi, how many calories are in morning wood again? I forget. Absolutely zero. Right. You get all the ginseng, get all the wake up you need, and you get no calories involved. Then there's also the dark roast dark chocolate, which is hands down one of the most. You like that pause? Delicious. Delicious <laughs> flavors. You like that pause, right? It was like a build up delicious flavors uh not for me i'm not a chocolate person but most people love that dark roast dark dark chocolate really? and i did try it even mm. though i don't like chocolate it's still one of my favorites and it has a rich chocolatey flavor of course chocolate has so many calories in it right Farachi? how many calories are in that coffee Zero! you mean it's guilt-free guilt-free uh then there's also the <laughs> 
this is the, this is the X R rated version of the uh, Water Culture. Well, this would be X rated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, X rated. X rated. I may need to just shut my camera off. You know. So here's the X rated. <laughs> that was the morning wood right there. Uh, that is also the uh, medium roast coffee. Uh, so also, I, I I'm sitting here talking about all the flavored coffees, but there is non-flavored coffees, and really, I think if I'm not mistaken, Chris will confirm. And if you don't believe me, go on to Facebook and like BrooklynWaterCoffeeRoasters.com. Uh, I think medium roast is their favorite and most popular coffee. It's a non-flavored coffee. It's a medium roast coffee, which means, and people are mistaken. I think dark roast means that it's high in caffeine. It's really the opposite. The medium roast coffee has the best of caffeine and the most flavor. And the dark roast is more of a burnt flavor. The medium roast is more of a delicious flavor. And Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters really nails their medium medium roast coffee. Um, check them out now, www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com. From their roastery to your front door. And if you act now and use the code mask on, you get your third bag free, which means, you know, you can't be cheap. You can't get teabagged once. You can't get teabagged twice. You need to get teabagged three times. The third time's free. Mask on www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com from the roaster to your front door. And to top it off, they're guaranteed to ship within 24 hours of their roast date. Now, for that sort of amazing, amazing uh, advertisement I just gave them, they should send me a bag for free, number one. And number two, let me just say something else real quick. If you have any other chemical issues, such as <laughs> pain, uh, anxiety, you're using some kind of focolocotocate. Every week. Or Every opiate. week you've got anxiety. <laughs> yes. We're Giants fans. But all kidding aside, if you use some kind of opiate, using some kind of um, other chemical thing, whether it's over the counter or over the uh, prescription for your anxiety, for your pain, I suggest you go check out in Coral Springs, uh, Vivek Termo. He's at the Medical Marijuana Doctor. This is not a personal thing. I don't smoke marijuana. But... Uh, check him out now, the medical marijuana, marijuana doctor.com. He can't even say the word. <laughs> you know, that's how much he doesn't smoke. Uh, Vivek V Termal. Uh, the guy is great. Um, he will, if your ailments are correct, he will hook you up. And uh, honestly, that's just an endorsement all around. If your state endorses it, go do it. Get off all those chemicals. Get off all those opiates. Go natural. Let's go Mets. Let's go Giants. And uh, uh, Tim will say, let's go to the other team, but I'm not going to say it. Tim, you can say it if you want. Amen. That's for later. I'll I'll stick to football. (laughs) 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 All right. Thank you very much, sir, for that uh, very long-winded effort. You want Uh, me to go? I can keep going. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay, good, good. (laughs) Uh, What's up to everybody who has joined? I see uh, Lady P in the chat. Uh, Yeah, if if, if you guys... Whoever's putting that up there, if you can continue to do that, that'd be great. Just, I got you. I'll help you big help. today. Thanks, pal. Acquaintance. All right. Uh, so week week one is in the books. Uh, you know we're going to talk through <laughs> we're going to talk through uh, how the Giants performed against the Steelers in a loss. Uh, you know um, what was the final score of that game? Uh, Twenty six sixteen. 
26, 16. Well, that's by 10. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, I do want to start off by saying, and, you know, Tim, on your show, the on your other show, sorry, the Just Too Sweet show, uh, often mention Grumpy Brett, right? So what do we call this? Is it Big Mouth Tiki? Because Tiki Barber added again. I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw um, it. Saying that this is it's so irritating when when he just starts on these things, uh, talking about how Saquon Barkley is not a every down back, uh, he is a bad pass blocker, uh, and shouldn't be in there on third down. Uh, so I mean, Tiki never disappoints in in uh, just wanting to get his name out there. I feel, uh, you know. Oh, they haven't talked about me for a little while. Let me let me say some shitty remark about my former team. Uh, so, I mean, I know my thoughts on it. What what, what do you guys think about Tiki opening his uh, big mouth again? When you when you get booed at the Ring of Honor ceremony, it's time to shut up. It's time to shut up. Ah, yes. Pack it up. Give it up. I mean, come on. The guy went from a hero to a villain in, in a matter of six months. Because he because the year he bashed Eli, Eli can't do this, Eli can't do that, and and Eli came back with one of the greatest remarks ever. Oh, you know, he made a nice transition into the into the public <laughs> really beast, stomped him right out like nothing. It was awesome. And my my favorite thing ever though is Tiki had the open forum. I don't know if you guys remember this on his Twitter. It said, "Hey, ask me anything." And the first question asked was, "How did you leave your pregnant wife with this many years for someone half your age?" Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Comments. So you know what? So you know what, Tiki? Tiki, Move shut up. You were great at your, you, you know, you were good for us at your time, but you, I mean, come on, shut your mouth. You're, you're done. We don't even care about you anymore. And, Move on. And he, and he, he says it like there weren't questions about him early on in his in his career, fumbling every damn time. Well, that's what, and that's how to learn how to hold, hold the ball. ball up here. He had to hold yeah. the ball on he his had hold vertically. That was my segue, uh, Farachi, and you're absolutely right. He he had to go through. Okay, and credit to him, he eventually became the most impactful running back in Giants history. I will say that if anybody argues that, I am open to argue that. Um, I think Saquon will overtake that particular position, but he grew to get there. He was the most fumbleastic, tumbleastic running back in Giants Word of the week, fumbleastic. This week's word is fumbleastic. He was the most fumbleastic running back in Giants history prior to his um, resurgence. And it took him a lot of work. And I give him a lot of credit that he got to that point. But the fact of the matter is he took a lot of work. He, he, he put in a lot of work to become that non-fumbleastic running back. And for him to turn around <laughs> and take a person as such as Saquon Barkley, who has so much raw talent, um, more than him, and to this point is a mile ahead of where he was in his career versus Tiki and criticize him is, mm, I don't know how else to say this. You're being an asshole. And You're Tiki really had some pretty asshole. good offensive lines, don't forget. He Saquon, has, exactly. has, not, Saquon has not had a good offensive line. Right, and Tim, Tim Saquon has way more talent raw talent than Tiki ever had. Oh, for now, sure. Tiki, like, 
okay, nobody can argue Tiki to this point. I think Saquon will surpass him, but to this point, Tiki has was the best running back, at least of our era, if not of all time in Giants history. But the other truth of that matter is it took him a long time to get there, like I was just saying. And if you give Barkley a shot, he's going to put you to shame. And I think that Tiki is a little prideful, and he's worried that his records and his Giants lore is going to go down the drain. Because you know what, Tiki? You gave up on a Giant. Things got a little rough. Things got a little tough. Coughlin came in. He put in some rules. He put in some guidelines. He put in some strict things to make the Giants a championship team. And you ran like a little bitch. Who stayed? Michael Strahan, the leader of the team. Michael Strahan stuck, stuck with the team. Michael Strahan stuck with the Coughlin protocol. And Michael Strahan went home with the We Stomped You Out, the name of this show, the trophy, Boom. the ring, and the tr- and the, the right to say to Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber has, to me, and, and I'm, I know I'm going on, but it pisses me off because Tiki Barber has really no right to say anything about the Giants' history. Tiki Barber has no right to comment at all on the Giants. And every time Tiki Barber does, whether it's on Sirius Radio or on uh, NFL TV, it's always bitter towards the Giants. And I'll tell you why. Because he did not like the aura. He did not like the discipline that's needed to win. And when that discipline was laid down, he ran like a little bitch. And when he ran, we won. His he before he left, I think his all-purpose yards were way over two thousand yards. He was amazing, and then gone. And he thought he was going to have some kind of impact. The fact that he left, we were just going to suck, and we won without him. And to me, it's a the biggest. The next year too, not even like we didn't wait. Next year, won right away. Next year, what was it? It was like it was. I don't know the stats, but it was over two thousand yards all-purpose that he had. I remember he he also did the the Tiki Barber farewell tour. Instead of playing the game in 2006, he made a big deal about his farewell yeah. tour. I'm leaving and this and that and blah, blah. You know what? You don't do that. You don't do that to your team. You make a big spectacle about it. Eli didn't announce his retirement to the last day. Not even the last day. A month Not later. Even, yeah. Yep. I mean, come on. He, uh, so, He's so selfish. Strahan, Strahan did it right. Strahan stuck with the team. Strahan... Strahan but, you know, also Strahan grew up in a military family. So when that discipline came in, I think Strahan knew something good is coming right here. You know, and and Tiki was, and more he made the adjustment. Uh, you he know, yeah. Strahan, Strahan wasn't thrilled at first, but he certainly made the adjustments necessary. And now he's like, "Oh, Coughlin's the greatest." You know, but, Tiki, you know, it, it takes some time of... to adjust. But you know, Tiki took you know took the exit off the highway, and and Strahan kept the kept it moving. Can you tell yeah. us a very personal and emotional subject? It's, for me? it's irritating because you, you yeah, get this guy who. Well, when did he retire? Oh six seven uh ninety six ninety six really no oh six I know I know the end, the, end, the, the end of the oh six wow, season <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to 14, diminish my age fourteen years fourteen years stop like it already what has he been doing I, I, I didn't even know he was still on the air doing something yeah I have so no idea what he's doing he wants, you know, he he wants to be and it's because they lost yesterday if they won Monday. Nothing. You would have heard nothing yeah. from him. Back to my point, Tim. Every time the Giants do something good, he's quiet. Every time the Giants do something bad, he jumps all over it. The minute he got 
or the minute he removed himself from the team, all he did was kill Eli. He killed him. Yep. Eli's not this. Eli's not that. And guess what? <clears throat> Same year, Tiki, MVP of the Out. Super Bowl. You know, MVP of the Super Bowl. Not many players can say that. It's one person per year. And Eli did it twice. And the first year he did it was when you left, little bitch. <laughs> no, seriously. I, 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 I take it personal because if he would have just said, I'm retiring, I want to preserve my body and my health, and just step back and left it alone, I'd be okay. I would have no ill will against him. But the minute he retired, the first thing he did was destroy Eli and talk crap about Coughlin. And the first thing we did was win a championship. So it's like, peace, bitch. He left his wife of nine months pregnant. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. If, <laughs> so matter of fact, if I, was, yeah. if I was announcing him at a, at, a, at a Giants event, that's what I would say. And remember, number 21 left his wife when she was nine months pregnant. Tiki Barber. The team that won a championship <laughs> the next year. You know, terrible. He, he made it like he made it like he was so important to the team. And yeah, without him. Prick. Yeah, right. And then what happened when he left? I, it's just wow. It makes it, I'm gonna kill it right now because I think every Giant fan feels the same, and you all understand how I feel if you're a true Giants fan. It pisses me off. I love Tiki when he was on the Giants and he was doing what he had to do, and how how he started running that ball and learned how to not fumble. It was amazing. <laughs> and then suddenly he talked mad crap, and guess what happened? So you know what that told me to wrap this all up, is he was the poison in the locker room. He was a negative what? element on the team. And when the rap, no matter what, in football, no matter what your talent is, if you're negative, if you're a negative Nelly, you're worthless. You can, you, you know, you can't, you can't run enough yards to overcome your negativity. You just can't. And, and, and Tom Clavin's one who taught him how to hold a ball. Right, but exactly. you know what? Tom he had a, a few thousand less, you know, to a meeting, and he bitched about it and left the team. We have ten, ten, ten more fumbles. You don't get yeah. a ring right here. There's no ring on your fucking finger, Tiki. Do you remember how frustrating that was with all those fumbles? I just I remember like it's he all put, coming back. He, he cleaned that up the last two years. He was amazing. And because then of we wanted, Then we yeah. won a Super Bowl after he left, and he had a chance to do this. Put a ring here, but there's not. Put a ring, put a ring on it. He had to carry the ball like a boombox. Yeah, on to if it. the Giants like, like, they would have put a ring on it, but the Giants are like, I got it. He's like all those single like ladies it. out there. That's, he's not a single yeah. lady. The Giants picked up a new single lady, and that was Tom Brady. No, he's a single lady. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I can't. I can. I can. I can fucking rant the next freaking. All right, rant. let's uh, let, let's <laughs> let's move it along. I hate Tiki Barber. I love him. Be what he did with us. I loved him as a fan. But the end game negated all that, and it pisses me off so bad. <clears throat> that ruined it all. All right, let, let's let's talk about uh, week one. Uh, so, Steelers, Giants, jeez, uh, it's just the top top three defense in in the NFL, and and it showed, uh, you know, uh, with Pittsburgh. Uh, so I, I'm just gonna say a, a couple of things, and I know Tim, you you, you want to jump in on this. Um, but so, and we we spoke a little real briefly yesterday. There was some more reason to be optimistic, even after this loss, as there has been in the in the the past five years uh, after after losses, because it it felt like uh, it felt like we were in the game the the entire time. And I also felt that 
uh, in previous years past, that game would have wound up being a 21-24 point blowout uh, that would have just gotten away from us. And one of the big reasons is, one of the major positives was four penalties the entire game for a total of 25 yards. That that would happen in the first five minutes in the last few years. Uh, that's so Eric Flowers. I, that's Eric Flowers. That's alone. Eric Flowers alone. They showed him. On, I was watching the the. the uh, they showed him on the Dolphin sideline. I was like, oh, jeez. Uh, but that 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 was one of my big positive takeaways from from the game. It wasn't whistle after whistle getting so frustrated over that. There were other things to be frustrated about, uh, but it wasn't it wasn't that. I agree. I agree with that, and and yeah, they look. They look. Look, I, I picked. I you know I picked the Steelers to win this game. Sorry, Giants fans who didn't watch our show last week. I did pick the Steelers to win, but I picked the Giants not to lose in a Giants way that they've been losing the last few years, and, and they all, they kind of did. And I'll explain what I mean. Daniel Jones had one of the worst interceptions in the history of mankind. He never should have even attempted to throw that ball. We all get that. I turned right to my wife and we were sitting there. And after I threw something across the room, I said, "They're going to walk down the field right now. This is what the this is what the teals are going to do. March right down the field like like the giant Stevens isn't even there, and they're going to put this game out of reach. And it's exactly what happened. That's what I didn't want. I don't. It's a giant. I don't care. They lost. I picked them to lose this game because of the, de- the Steelers' defense. But don't lose like the Giants have been losing the last three or four years." Please, because I can't take that anymore. I'm my my poor daughter's screaming because I'm yelling and I'm throwing stuff. I don't want to do that no more. Please, <laughs> I don't mind if you lose, but stop losing the way you keep losing. We are the worst team in the league in the last five four years. It's yep. it's maddening. It can't it can't. I can't do it. So good. That's just my first take. Let's whatever. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, I mean, I, I think I think we're on the same page with the frustrations. Um, you know. So, all right. So, obviously, there, there were a couple of more pain points here. Uh, you know, one, one of the big ones for me, and it, it was it was just a moment in time in the game, but you cannot let Ben Roethlisberger s- scramble for 11 freaking yards and a first down with nobody in sight. Uh, you just, uh, just that, just that, that kind of thing just can't happen. So, I mean. That 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 to me maybe that that's comes in the form of a penalty. <laughs> you know, that 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 takes its place. Um, Evan Ingram was just awful. Uh, you know he was just getting run over trying to block. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. Case. That that was that was it. <laughs> that, that was my. Uh... <laughs> oh, I got a lot of thoughts. I was letting Farachi finish, but I was that was that, little... that was for our hearing impaired fans. Yeah, I was doing a little. Uh, <laughs> I was doing, doing a little visual uh, situation of Evan Ingram. <laughs> is it is I... it my turn to talk about the Giants? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I got a lot to say. Uh, okay. Daniel Jones, I was very impressed with. I'm going to start with all the positives at first, okay? Daniel Jones, I was very impressed with. He, he we were trying to. St- I was it. trying to go with the the negatives first, so we can end on a positive. But go ahead. You want me to jump on negatives and then go to positives? I'm good with that. Yeah. You 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 you're the you're the driver. I'm in the back seat right now. See, I'm in the. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Evan right, so, Ingram. Uh, start with uh, Evan Ingram then. 
Uh, Keith just winked at me for all those of you that are not watching and they're listening on on uh, Apple Podcasts and all that good I stuff. It was me. It was awkward me winking at Frotty. <laughs> so I'll go with negative. So yeah, I was gonna just do like an overview, but since we're going negative, and I apologize for jumping ship here, uh, going right to the overall. Uh, my negative, first of all, my biggest negative is our running game. I think our offensive line did a terrible job protecting our runners. Uh, between all of the uh, people who ran, we did a total of 20 yards or 30 yards, something to that effect, 29. Doesn't even matter, a yard or two here or there. It's just disgusting. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I can tell you for a fact, ran six yards. Uh, you got a guy like Saquon Barkley who could probably carry seven running backs and two offensive linemen on those quads. And he runs six yards. It's disgusting. It's even more disgusting when the quarterback of the team literally runs more than three times the amount of yards than your star running back runs. Uh, Daniel Jones ran 22 yards. Uh, Saquon Barkley ran for six yards. Um, And, yes, I saw some really bad schemes uh, and yes, I also have to give a lot of credit to the Steelers defense because Steelers defense is really good. Uh, but also I got to take some credit away from the Giants offensive line. They did protect Daniel Jones pretty well. They did a shit job on the running schemes. And unfortunately, we ended up in a position where Daniel Jones ran for six yards. Evan Ingram. Barkley. Uh, excuse me, I said Daniel Jones. 22 yeah. yards for Daniel Jones. Twenty. I mean, listen, Daniel Jones, 22 yards is amazing. Saquon Barkley into six. Can I, I, can I give Can I give a little bit of credit to, to the O-line without you yelling at me or giving me a dirty look? Well, it's positive, right? We're going positive next. So let me just continue my negative. Okay. <laughs> Evan Ingram, two receptions for nine yards. And dropped quite a few more. Dropped? How he many dropped, guys four, did he let get past passes? him? How many passes do you guys know? I, I counted four. I could be wrong. I, I know, but anyway. I know two big ones. I, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. After that, I don't remember. Um, two receptions for nine yards. This is sad. This is terrible. We need a tight end game. And I'm going to tell you what the problem with uh, Evan Ingram is right here. It's he is a small tight end. Small tight ends don't work in the NFL. Get over it, Giants. Move on. Draft big tight end. I'm just saying, big tight ends are successful. Small I, I, tight ends should be a wide receiver. You can move him to wide receiver. You can move him to a slot receiver. You can even move him to a back. He would be better suited. He is not physically built to be our lead tight end i'm sorry that's my personal opinion let's go giants you know here we go all right so i just have i have two things just to uh, based on what you brought up uh evan ingram i I, look it's they they said he was you know trying to get the cobwebs off whatever uh first game back did not obviously was not impressive um yeah i mean we we could uh caden smith looks good out there at tight end uh i mean why not have him, you know, Ingram into more uh, some wide receiver sets uh, and bring in Caden Smith. Caden Smith can block better. 
uh, and at least for one game on Monday. I mean, let's let's not. Evan Ingram has made some really good plays in in the past when he's been healthy and on the field. Um, but you know, Monday was not one of them. Uh, one of those games. For so, Frost, would, would you think he'd be so much better suited as like a slot receiver? See, so th- th- that's where I was going to. Some of some of his appeal is that he plays tight end, but has the speed of a wide receiver. And I I, I do think he's capable of of being in the slot. Um, I do think he's capable of being a wide receiver. Uh, but then now you got corners on him, whereas now you know he's he he's getting other guys out of position when when they're they're trying to cover him. Um, so that that's one. Number two, I I felt that the Giants' offense uh, and and with the line and the schemes that you talked about, I felt at least they made some adjustments this year to where the last few years there were no adjustments made. Uh, and they just said, okay, well, maybe a, fl- a switch will flip, and they'll be able to get uh, get some better protection. Um, Garrett brought in three tight end sets to offer more blocking. Uh, a, a, a few times gave Daniel Jones a few more seconds uh, to throw the ball. So minor positive there. When you're done, let me jump in if you don't mind. No, go for it. Let me know when you're done because I got something to I said add. go for it. <laughs> okay, so okay, a tight end to me – is not a dink and dunk. A tight end to me is not a receiver. A tight end to me is somebody who can knock out a defensive back running in on your quarterback, a defensive back trying to tackle your wide receiver, a defensive back trying to get your running back. You need to take a tight end, and he needs to have size. Look at Gronk. I don't, I'm not a Gronk fan, but I am, you know, I, I can say Gronk has amazing talent. He has size. What is uh, what, if somebody's running in on a blitz and trying to hit Brady? What does Gronk do? Takes him out. If there is a running assignment, what does Gronk do? He's the floater guy who makes sure that the free safety or the the middle linebacker doesn't take out the running back, and he gets those extra few yards. You need to be able to take somebody out as a as a tight end. That's the nature of the position. You can't evolve that position. You just can't. It's not possible, especially with the fact that there is no fullback in, in football anymore. There's no real fullback. What fullback do you know exists in NFL anymore? The tight end takes that role on, and you're going to cut his weight in half, make him a wide receiver, and tell him he's a tight end, and your name is Evan Ingram. It just doesn't work. He should be a, a receiver. He should be a slot receiver. If we put him in a slot and get somebody with some size who can do those block assignments, because tight end is a block assignment position, and that's the end of the discussion. Sorry, Evan Ingram. You're a slot receiver, bro. Keith has said it. It is so. Timmy, what what are your thoughts? I agree. I agree with most of that. I do like Caden Smith and what was the other guy, Tolioli, Olioli, whatever his name is, Samoan name. <laughs> I like that too. I like the both of them. And I said I would have had I would have had way more uh, Ingram out in the slot. Ingram out, you know. I don't like when they line Saquon out wide. It doesn't make sense to me. He's yeah. the guy who should be, you know, if the play breaks down. He should be the guy three, four yards away that Daniel Jones can right. dump off. Stop putting him out there directly put to his Evan, right or to his put, left. Yeah, put yeah. Evan Ingram out there. I should be that there. Oh crap! Why is he out wide? Not the yeah. natural, normal thing to do. Why yeah. is Saquon, you know, on the side? I, I know, all the way. He shouldn't be. He should be in. 
come out if he has to for the three or four yard passes. That works better. That's why I agree 100% with Evan Ingram. What are they going to do? I don't know. I mean, his contract's coming up. It's going to be very interesting on that. But I, I, I'm glad that they have somebody who I, I think is is capable in, in, in Caden Smith. You know, he, um, looks, he looks scared to me, too. I think he looks scared yeah. to me. He was nervous. But well, he's young. Me, I mean, he's, he's still a kid. It was 23. 22, 23 years old. And, and, and that one where he dropped, well, he didn't drop the touchdown. Daniel, they said Daniel Jones threw it wide, which he did, but he didn't even like attempt to get the ball. I mean, this is this is in the you're standing, you're standing in the end zone by yourself. Wait, you talking about Ingram? Yeah, Ingram. I'm talking about. Okay, okay. okay. Ingram. Yeah, when that one play, Daniel Jones threw it kind of behind him. But he didn't even attempt to move. He didn't even attempt to get that ball. He's like, oh, ball, there's the ball. It's like, dude, dive <laughs> something, yeah. make it, make it look interesting. Is he so scared I, to get hurt again because he's so fragile? Really <laughs> fragile. How intelligent was uh, Cinesports Talk comment? Oh, boy. <laughs> we got to take the controls away from <laughs> Keith. <laughs> um, hey, I'm allowed to come to myself once in a while. Yeah, but right. I, I, yeah, I, 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 listen, there's, there's base, foot, baseball, Giants, football, baseball. Football has evolved, and it really has. Uh, but there's two things that don't evolve. That is offensive line, defensive line, and protection. That's three things. I said two. Um, <laughs> but O-line, D-line is all about protection, right? Or protection or, or offense. Even though in defense, defense is more of an offense. It, anyway, if you don't understand that, then shut off the show and go away from me. But Don't shut off the show. <laughs> well, defense is more of an offense because you're, you're on the attack. Right in offense, it's not necessarily a defense, but you, you the offensive line is on a defensive stance because we need to protect the ball. We need to protect the people who have the ball, and the traditionally tight end is a position that is protects runners, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The reason why tight ends have succeeded historically is because. Nobody expects them to catch the ball. Not recently, yeah. Oh well, recently, yes, actually, yeah, see, right? it, it has evolved Unless a bit. They're playing the Giants, if they're playing the Giants. Oh yeah, and I recently, at least three yes. touchdowns. Historically, let's go outside the last five, maybe a little bit more years. Historically, the tight end position was more of a pickup position. You pick up the blocks, and whether that means you pick up a, a blitz block, you pick up a, a run block. Whatever it may be, you, it's a pickup position, and if you're able to roll off that pickup position, run out and catch a pass, you're great. You think Sterling Sharp was always an offensive player? No, he no. was a great defensive player who became a great offensive player because everybody expected him to play defense. What I mean by defense on the offense is picking up the blocks. You know, it's 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 weird. And if you don't know football, you may say I'm crazy. But truth of the matter is, I'll say the, it anyway. You can say it all you want. The best player on offense it plays defense. You pick up the blocks and you protect your people. And if you if you don't have that assignment, you break free and you catch a pass. That Mark Bavaro, he was great <laughs> for that. All right, so uh, yeah, um, I'm pissed off. Don't mind me. Don't 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 be pissed off. Uh, one 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 thing that uh, I heard this week that Jason Garrett is preaching, and I didn't think Jason Garrett was this intelligent until he came to the Giants. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he 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 said the goal is for every possession to end in a kick. 
whether it be an extra point, a field goal, or a punt. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that makes a whole lot of sense when you when you simplify it there. Um, and that's you know that that was able to help us out. Uh, we were one turnover away, and we got the fumble and just couldn't get the damn ball. Um, and I, I mean that that that's a game changer right there. Uh, that 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 play. A um, couple more positives. I got uh, Blake Martinez, who we spoke about on Monday. He was all over the place. He's a tackling machine. Uh, and you know, I when, when when you think about the Giants over the last few years, miss tackle, miss tackle, miss tackle, miss tackle. And this guy just doesn't. He he wraps him up. He he just drags him down. Uh, Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams, the combination combined for seven tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. Well done um, on on that end too. I I mean in in this week, you know if if the Giants had played like that against a lesser team, I we'd clearly be more pissed off right now. But this is an elite defense that they played, and you know for for the great throws from Daniel Jones to Slayton. The, the two touchdowns, phenomenal passes. Uh, there were a couple more passes where he just threaded the needle, uh, zipped it in there. Uh, but you got to give a lot of credit to the to the defense uh, out there, right? Yeah. No, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I th- I like the way – again, he made one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. The first interception was not his fault. That was just T.J. Watt being T.J. Watt and, and playing pop-up, you know, what's yep. it called, jack-in-the-box and popping up and taking that ball. That second one – like I said, I threw things because he should have. He should have either taken the sack, throw the ball out of bounds, or just run and and throw whatever, it whatever you to get, his you left. Know, yeah. you get, you get. Yeah, even if he was left-handed, he wasn't throwing to nobody because the entire Steelers <laughs> defense was there. So it doesn't matter. That was his one major mistake. Other than that, I thought he looked calm. I thought he looked poised. I thought he looked for the right receiver. He didn't panic. He didn't, you know, uh, make stupid passes. Really, he just, you know, like oh, check down, check down, check down. I'm throwing throw to this guy. I loved it, and that. 19 play drive was one of the best I've seen in at least five years. I mean, at least five years. Of course, they didn't score on it, but still, it was fantastic. I was even like, oh my God, how long is this going to go steps. on? <laughs> we could have scored on that play. You never know what the hell happened because we sucked the entire time off the clock. Well, there's two, two, right? Or three, three major things. The, 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 um, when we took over the ball at the two yard line and settled for a field goal. Mm-hmm. That 19 play drive that you talked about, and then the fumble. I mean, yep. That's why I'm not upset, really, because we were in this game against an, a stellar defensive team. Like this defense almost team. made almost made Mason Rudolph a playoff quarterback last year. That's how freaking good yeah. they are. And yep. if Mason Rudolph's a playoff quarterback, then anyone's a playoff quarterback. <laughs> well, I, I, like I, I said, I'm not, I'm not mad. They lost. I'm, I was more mad about that one drive. I said they're going to go down the entire field now. Watch this is just yeah. what they do, and they did. You know, sue me. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm very bad when it comes to the Giants like that. I get very upset, stuff like that. But if, when we go through positives, I thought the line was – I thought Will Hernandez needs to step it up. Yes. I don't think he had – well, I'll save that for the negative then. But who was my favorite lineman? The rookie. I thought he did a very, very good job he against his defense. He played the entire game, every snap, and I thought he did very well. No one was stopping Bud Dupree. Now everyone knows Bud Dupree's name now, by the way. Everybody yeah, right. knows that guy because of his freaking game. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought he did a fantastic job. The rest of them, you know, mix and matching, and it's like you know a patchwork offensive line. They were pretty good on passing, rushing. No, they were yeah. nowhere to be found. I don't know how you can you can. I guess they can't push off the. They can they can back up and protect, 
but they can't push off the line. And that's right. going to have to change because now we're playing the Bears, who, you know, I think they have a pretty good defense. Yep. I mean, Kayla Mack now going to be running all over the place, you know. So, um, as far as good, that's my good. The Slayton, too. I thought Slayton played very well. In terms Slayton of sacks, well. in terms of sacks we had the same amount of sacks as they did. Two. I think we both had two per team. The problem, I mean, the problem, it boils down to the run, to, to, to the run game. They, they were able to do it, and we couldn't. But they were just always in our in his face. Well, the running, forget it. I couldn't believe how, how bad that was. I, that's like, how many times, well, me, how many times did, did, uh, did he get back. stuck in the backfield three yards back? A lot. I couldn't believe it. It looked like high school kids versus elementary school kids. Yeah, that's how bad and, that was. And if you're going to blame the running game for, to be an issue, which I already did earlier, uh, that that weighs a lot on the offensive line. Facts are facts. Yep, I would have stuck facts with the pass. Facts. I would have stuck with the pass the whole second half. Just forget Which, it. I mean, the, you know, they did, and, then, and you know, Daniel Jones. You take you take a weapon like running game away from a second year quarterback, and say, hey, you well, got it's all on you now, kid. It's all on yeah, you now. and he, and he still steps up and throws two hundred seventy nine yards. With a sixty-three and a half percent completion percentage, and again, one, inter- one interception, not his fault. That was just T.J. Watt making the play. Yeah, he had two interceptions, two two touchdowns, uh, and I agree. One of those interceptions was not really his fault. The other one is even still questionable. But truth of the matter is, you take a rookie quarterback, and he's not a rookie, he's second year, right? But you take away completely his running game. I mean, the whole entire Giants' running defense. Was twenty nine yard our offense was twenty nine yards. He still stood in the pocket for two hundred seventy nine yards passing, okay. with two touchdowns. Uh, that's that's pretty impressive. You know what that tells me? He's got a lot of balls, and that's what you need to be a quarterback in. Poise. Yeah, he was very poised. I was very poised, surprised. Of balls, you know, whatever. But um, <laughs> you know, Slayton, right. like you said, one hundred and two yards receiving. Uh, Slayton. I mean, Slayton is Slayton's a beast, but you, okay. And on the other side, the second biggest receptions came from again Saquon Barkley, sixty yards. So he wasn't inactive, but you know he was not able to break the line. And typically, that's his biggest thing, right? With his his quads and all that other stuff, he was not able to break that line because the defense had a scheme. That really overwhelmed our pretty much rookie offensive line, especially with a rookie uh, blindside person sitting in there. Smothered, smothered us. Smothered yeah, us. Yeah, they, they, they killed us. They really killed us, and it, it was a damn shame. All right, uh, so uh, let, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, adjustments that you guys think need to be made against another good defense uh, uh, with the Bears. Uh, less of a quarterback, although Trubisky played pretty well last week uh, in that fourth quarter. Um, but I, I guess, you know, based on the discussion that we've already had, the key to week two would be get our running game going, right? Yes, you have to. You have to. You just said, you, Keith, you just said it. You can't put the, you can't give up on the running game. And have the entire defense knows what's coming. Pass, 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 and they're gonna they're gonna take over the entire game. You got to get some kind of running game going. You got to get some kind of that opens up play action. That opens up the passing. You're gonna start seeing guys getting open. 
So now they're not worried about what Barkley's going to do. Steelers didn't give a crap about Barkley. They didn't have to watch. They're like, no, they didn't have he, to. He, he's out of this game. We can just sit back now and wait for them to pass the ball. And I said, I said I'm very impressed with Danny Dimes because he still was, you know, under pressure. He was still very good. So I don't care what anybody says. He, he he's the real deal as of right now, and I'm happy about that. The kids and got a I'm, lot of talent. I'm very. I'm glad that you said that, Tim, because the knee jerks on Facebook and the other other Giants groups. The coach sucks. Uh, terrible, terrible hire in the coach. Uh, you know, Ingram, rightfully One so. Game. I, One I game. One Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. He sucks. Get him out of here. Let's 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 tank and draft a quarterback. What am I am I like looking at the Mets groups or is it the Giants groups? Because well, it's the, the same Cowboys. shit. Yeah, let, what about the Cowboys? The Mets groups. Everybody in the Mets groups. <laughs> the like, Cowboys. They're trying Luis to fire McCarthy. Yeah. Luis Rojas is the worst manager. No, he's not. Actually, the, he's doing amazing, and I can't tell. I I can't think of anybody who would do better than what he's doing now. But he has the Joe Cowboys. Judge, fire Joe Mike McCarthy Judge has the pedigree. Okay. Uh, chill the freak out, Giants fans. He has a pedigree. And I said this on the show last week. It's all about the what? That's the first week. That was Sist- the first week. System. Uh, last week. Last week, what was it, Tim? Eek. Eek. Uh, last week was eek. <laughs> first week, it's all, it's all about the system. Uh, you know, Joe Judge comes from a long line of Giants pedigree championship. And I know he, everybody sees him as a uh, Patriots thing. It's a long line of Giants championship pedigree. Give him a chance. You can't win the first season. Chill the F out. We're going to suck. You can't take the, the bull-headed child molester haircut and this other idiot from Minnesota, what they did to the system, and say, oh, we're going to win in a year. It's not going to happen. I'm picking them for nine wins. That's huge. Probably not going to happen, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said there's losing. Yeah. I, I already said there's losing, and there's losing the way we've been losing. I don't want to lose that way anymore. But Tim, yeah. you get outplayed, you get yeah, outplayed. That's I was, fine. I was, I was watching the game with my son, and the first thing you noticed through the first half is, did you notice Ben Roethlisberger was not comfortable in the pocket no. ever? No. Did you notice last year, through 16 games, any quarterback that was uncomfortable in the pocket? No, Never. You're right. You're true. The first game this season, Roethlisberger was uncomfortable almost every freaking down. It's just you're playing the Steelers. They have the top defense. They have Roethlisberger, who has been through this all before. They have so much experience, so much talent. We went up against the best. We went up against, honestly, probably top three to five Super Bowl favorites for this year and held our own. That's the thing to say because we are not a Super Bowl favorite unless you're a Giants fan, you're delusional like me. We're not a Super Bowl favorite. So we went up against one of the top three to five Super Bowl favorites this year for 2020 and held our own and put a ton of pressure on that quarterback. First game, imagine we're only getting better from here forward. Imagine. So shut up, you little naysayer. (laughs) Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Why you didn't hear me? Oh, that's no. probably good. I heard you. <laughs> no, but yeah, <laughs> uh, judge tennis balls on your hand, bitches. 
and it and it shows you know he restarted the practice that day because he was he didn't like how the the practice was going um and it shows in the the the, the penalties you know they, they didn't make any no stupid penalties um and whatnot let, let, let's get into week two but before we do that let's talk about who is um, sponsoring this segment. Uh, this segment of week two is brought to you by Sterling's Paradise, serving the most authentic Haitian food in South Florida. Um, located 360 South State Road 7 up in Margate, down here in South Florida. Uh, Grio, fried turkey, many different options. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What is Keith doing? I don't know. I'm jumping in right here. That location is not really far from several neighborhoods in Florida. State Road 7 runs right through the heart of Florida. If they and, live here, they know that, Keith. Thanks. Uh, well, I'm reminding you. <laughs> My point is, get your ass off the couch and get to Sterling's Paradise. All right. Uh, lunch specials. Monday and Thursday, I have a lunch special for Tasso Turkey and Grio. Not Angrio. Tasso Turkey or Grio. Uh, for 9 bucks. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I can't. I can't with with this one. I I can't. And grill, huh? Was that and grill or a and d and grill? I don't know the difference between the two things that you just said. (laughs) It's annoying you. It's working. (laughs) Uh, I can't say. uh, I can't do this with with how many calories in there. It's not Seto, but it's all good calories. I promise you. Delightfully tasty. Calories. Facts. Uh, you know what? We we need it. We need a sponsor that I can t- partake in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't drink coffee. I can't drive down to Sterling's Paradise. I'm too far away. <laughs> we got to start getting some up here going. Hey, I, I wonder if Sterling's Paradise can can freeze and deliver. That'd be nice. Kind of like some, an oh. garage when they had the pizza and hot dogs. I will, yes. I, will, I will eat it on the air. I will, I will, I will do it live on the show. I will eat it. We'll do it live. That's it. Do it live. <laughs> we, All we right. You get uh, this Tim's sperm freezing. What? Paradise <laughs> from Queens. Week no. two. Oh, off the we're going to the Bears. Let's let's uh, let's get Wait, this back happened? on tracker. We're, we're gonna we'll go with the Giants. Yeah. All right. No. What, no. Okay. Key, keys. Keys to this. Uh, you know, for, for me, it's to continue on the the track with the penalties. Uh, Daniel Jones taking an, another baby step forward. No fumbles. Just make sure you you hold on to that ball. See, we asked him not to hold on the ball too long last year. This year, he he just flings it up there. Just you know, hail, hail mary for anybody to catch on to. Uh, th- thanks, Michael Smith. Up your games. Talk Giants. You have no viewers. Well, you're watching, ain't ya? Ain't ya? Got to be a Mets fan coming over here and uh, talking <laughs> yeah, Giants. Yeah, seriously. Hold on. Let me tell you something, Michael. We've been talking oh. Giants for the last, like, uh, how long have we been on the air? 51 minutes? Probably 49 of those 51 minutes we've been talking about Giants. So that means you haven't been listening for 49 of the 51 minutes. And that's your fault. You should listen in more and get educated. I love you, bro. <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> uh, I love you at the end. All right, let, 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 let's get back to uh, to for week two. Uh, Danny Dimes, hold on to the hold on to the ball when you don't see anything available. When you see eighteen different jerseys that don't look like yours, hold on to it, throw it away. Better to take the sack. Um, and 
of course, got to get Saquon going. Uh, Slayton, like we said, did a phenomenal job, I, I, I felt, um, on, on Monday night. And he just got to keep it up. But um, Shepard's got to gotta get himself uh, in, in, involved a little bit more also. Um, and, and we'll see what's going on with our uh, injury-plagued third wide receiver. Thanks uh, for your help, Mike. Uh, Timmy, keys to the game for Sunday. It's a Sunday 1 o'clock game. And we'll get to our picks in just a moment. Uh, honestly, it's going to have to be the defense. We all know Mitch Trubinsky is Mitch Trubinsky. And we have to make him look like Mitch Trubinsky. We have to make sure he plays like Mitch Trubinsky plays. We yeah. can't let him play like, like like last year. We made every quarterback look like they were Joe Montana. We can't allow that. We have to make Trubinsky look like Trubinsky. And Al Robinson well, doesn't want to play with the Bears anymore, so he's probably not going to be part of this game, which is huge for us. So, again, offense this week. I'm all about the offenses. I'm, I am actually said I was so happy with the defense last week. Um, for for the most part, and I said they're only going to get better. Lorenzo Carter was fantastic. Uh, I'll have to give Leonard Williams his props, even though I'm not a fan. And Dexter <laughs> yeah, Lawrence, they were all, I thought they were all great. You got to get pressure on Trubisky. You got to turn that ball over, and man, you got to get Saquon going. You got to get them going. You got to give him a hole, one little hole, one. And I'm sorry, one little hole, and the guy can make magic happen. Yeah, but. The Steelers are like, nope, not no hole, zero holes. That's no holes, no holes. Zero, zero, zero holes to be found. Exactly. Uh, what, what's up with you know nowadays? Uh, you know, it was uh, with Robinson and um, Giannis from the Bucks. Like they they know the things that they need to do to get attention, and one of the things is to unfollow people on social media. Like uh, Giannis from the Bucks, they they lost the series to the Heat, and then he unfollowed every all the Bucks uh, social media. Tr- uh, Trubisky, um, Robinson did the same thing. He removed all the all the Bears hashtags and whatnot from from social media. Like all you're doing is just you know attention seeking at that point, right, guys? I mean, t- seriously. I, these guys, I, some of the guys from back in the day, they, they wouldn't even done it if there's social media back back then. Um, all right, so Keith, what what you got for uh, keys to the to the game for Sunday? I think it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting game. Uh, so their offense is not so great. The defense is. Uh, we're gonna see what our defense has. I think our defense did a good job against the Steelers against a really good offense. Let's see what they do against a subpar offense. Uh, It can boost their confidence. It can make us, you know, look better, go forward, or it can expose us. Uh, We're we're, we're still experimenting with this team. We don't know what they're about. We don't know what they have. We got a new coach. We got a whole bunch of new players. Uh, It's going to be really fun to watch. I think we're going to win this game. I picked us to win. I think uh, Dexter Lawrence did have a really good performance this last game. Uh, I think also, uh, what's his name, Blake Martinez. Blake Martinez looked really good. He was, like, all over the field this last weekend. Um, he likes playing the Bears. We all know he, that. He likes playing yes, the sir. Bears. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be really fun to watch. we got Lorenzo Carter, who also had a really good game. Don't forget Lorenzo Carter. He's going to be key to this offense, uh, defense this, this coming weekend. Um, and you notice I'm talking a lot about defense because 
I think defense is going to really be key to this game. Um, offense, when we get to that, it's going to be a matter of how the Cowboys' ex-coach decides to <laughs> run our offense. Uh, I like watching this guy in the sidelines. I think he's more suited as a offensive coach. For sure. For sure. He, it, but yeah, let, he, let's see what he does because, to me, honestly, it, it, it's how he runs his offense. We need to switch things, some some things up. We need to make sure we start using Ingram outside of that tight end slot. And it's going to take somebody with some balls to say, hey, you're not so much a tight end anymore, bro. Now you're, you're a slot receiver and start slotting the other guy into the tight end slot. It, it, it's, we need to adjust. And growth is uncomfortable. And getting better is very uncomfortable. But it's what we need to do in Ingram. You need to stop becoming, start becoming a slot receiver and start getting away from your tight end delusional nonsense. Uh, I All also right, want to say, hey, real quick, Kari uh, Moses said, time for Saquon to take pride in blocking and stop shying away from it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't really watched. I think Saquon always took ownership of his blocking. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, Curry. maybe you, you're saying something that I missed. I mean, I think Saquon took ownership of his blocking. I don't know about you guys. But, um, you know, I see him as the guy who shouldn't be having to block. That's just me. But he's a big dude, you know, and he picks yeah. up, he should be picking up blitzes. Yeah, it's not, it's not so much as like you said, it's not so much as the physical part of the block. And Carrie, I agree with you on that. And thanks for watching. Um, it's picking up that guy blitzing. It's finding out who's coming in from where. That's right. what he needs to work on. I think the actual blocking part. Right? Most running backs just chop your legs out anyway, and that's fine. But you got he has to see who's coming from where. That's where he needs to work on it quite a bit. He so you're saying the running back that. should be also slash. Yeah, he needs to see. Yeah, he needs. Yeah, he needs to see where that blitz is coming they, from. They need to be the backfield offensive quarterback, aside from Daniel Jones. Right, and and up. and that's that's what he needs to work on. Um, let let's let's get to our picks uh, for week two. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about how we did week one, and we'll only talk about the guys on this show uh, and Rodriguez, who is unable to join us today. Shout out to Senor Rodriguez, um, Timmy. Timmy T, the leader of the pack. Week one goes thirteen and three, in spite of the fact that he chose the Titans. Uh, the it's Jinx, right, baby. Jinx over. Buster, Jinx, Jinx Buster. <laughs> um, so uh, Timmy goes thirteen and three. I went eleven and five. Keith ten and six, and Rodriguez nine and seven. Uh, so that that that's how it looks after the first week. Let's get to uh, our week. Two picks. Uh, we'll start off with the Thursday night game, which is the Bengals at the Browns. Uh, and the Browns are a six-point favorite uh, against the Bengals, who did not look all that bad last week. Yeah, and, and, and Kerry, uh, if, if you you know rewind to the very beginning of the show once the show is over we we talked the we talked a hefty amount about tiki very early on in the show so uh and it's just about that kind of stuff that you you just mentioned there if you like like tiki don't watch it if you like if if you're a huge tiki fan don't don't do it (laughs) fast forward 
We pulled the Bret Hart on uh, Tiki today. <laughs> right. <laughs> but rightfully so. All right. Uh, Bengals at the Browns. Browns get their first win. Although Keith. Beckham has three catches for 40 yards, though. That's it. Does he have poops? Does he have poop stains on his chest? Yes. <laughs> the Bengals are gonna beat the Odell Beckham Cleveland Stingers, uh, Steamers. Steamers. Uh, it, you know how, how fitting that he plays for the Browns and he enjoys that stuff. Uh, and that, that was another thing on some of the Giants groups that he, he was gonna be traded as per uh, as per a, a former, probably soon to be again radio host. <laughs> Who yep. knows with this guy? Um, and and the Giants are all over it. They need a number one receiver. Bring him back. What about Odell Beckham over the last year and a half says number one wide receiver? That's that's. I don't want we'll, to we'll, we'll yeah, think. All right, I, I I have the Bengals. Um, I I don't know if it's just because I <laughs> I hate picking the Browns, um, or that Joe Burrow looked pretty pretty good, pretty solid uh, last week, and uh, right. Joe Mixon Joe Mixon wasn't even involved in that game really. Uh, because he was on my fantasy team. Um, all right, so I, I got the Bengals there. Uh, then we start off the Sunday game slate. Uh, first up, the Rams, who uh, coming off a win against the Cowgirls, they had to Philadelphia to play the Feagles. Good job, Rams. Let's make it 2-0 against the NFC East teams this year, baby. I'm going uh, Rams. The clapper. The clapper. I, I went with the Rams also. Keith? For, uh, for all of you, my Woodside friends, I am going with the Rams. That is not what you sent me, but you want me to change that? I picked the Cowboys. No, you picked the Eagles. They already beat the Cowboys. Sorry. Yeah, Rams and the Eagles. This is why I need my games in front of me. There's a show going on, Keith. Tune in. I know. <laughs> All right, so you're sticking with the Eagles? Or do you want stick me to change with, the Rams? I'm with the Seagulls. All right. And uh, my apologies. Uh, Rodriguez chose the Browns. Yeah, Seagulls. Very good carry. I, I like that. Uh, Browns and the Rams for Rodriguez. I'll, I'll go through his picks uh, as we go through. Uh, Panthers at the Tampa Bay Bucks. I know how I picked here. Brady gets his first win in those stupid uniforms. Stupid Tom uniforms. Tom Brady the Bucks. Keith. Jesus Christ. I have the Bucks. I know. I just messed up. All right. I have the Bucks. Uh, Rodriguez goes with the Panthers. Uh, and for you uh, degenerate gamblers out there like myself, uh, the Bucks are a nine-point favorite over the over the Panthers. That's that's uh, wow. that's big. That 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 those kind of spreads scare me. I don't. I, I'll go money line if I if I go with that. Uh, Broncos at the Steelers. Uh, Broncos lost on Monday night. The Steelers obviously won uh, Monday night. Steelers are a seven and a half point favorite. Steelers. Keith Steelers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we oh, just we just watched that team. So yeah, Steelers uh, across the board here. Rodriguez goes with the Steelers. Also, uh, the Falcons head to Dallas. Uh, the Cowboys are a four and a half point favorite here against the Falcons. Uh, Rodriguez went with the Falcons. Timmy. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to pick the Cowgirls. The Cowgirls. I like being wrong, though. I was. I like being wrong, though. But let's. let's I have to go with them. Falcons. All right, Keith. Keith going with the Falcons again. He went with them last week because the Falcons can beat the Seahawks. Or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going with the Cowgirls as well. Um, yeah. 
the 49ers travel cross country to be seven and a half point favorites against the Jets. I got the 49ers. 49ers. Although the 49ers lost to the team that I said was going to put some pressure this year in the Cardinals. Uh, I got the 49ers. Rodriguez has the 49ers. Timmy, 49ers. Keith, make it a clean sweep. 49. There you go. <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Bills head down to the Miami Dolphins to play the, the, the Finns. Six-point favorites are the Bills. I am going with Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Keith. Finns are taking it. Upset, baby. Sure Sorry, did. Tim. He, you know, it, it was a little bit of a tease earlier. I don't, I don't know if that was on air or not, but you know, you, you go with the Dolphins. Rodriguez went with the Bills. Uh, the Vikings, um, who put up some points but lost against the Packers last week, and the Colts, who there were there were people that were choosing the the Jags to go zero and sixteen, and right out of the gate, the Colts screwed that up. <laughs> so Colts are actually a three point favorite against the Vikings at home. Uh, I still went with the Vikings here, uh, Keith. Vikings. Timmy. I'm going. I'm going with the horses. I think the Vikings lost too much on D. I think they just lost too much. I didn't even tell us his level has just dropped tremendously. Jeez, <laughs> wow. wow. 13 and 3, bitch. Uh, I'll, I'll hug you. <laughs> you can call me a bitch and I'll still hug you. But, uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, Rodriguez went with you and went with the Colts there. Uh, the Packers, who put right. up 43 <laughs> against the, uh, the Vi- that, the, that Viking team. Uh, they put up 43 points there. There is six-point favorite at home against the Lions. I go, for the sake of time, if we all pick the same team, I'm going to just say it. Uh, we, we all we all pick the Packers here. Uh, let's head now to the Giants and the Bears in Chicago, Mang. The Bears here are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, and as, as, we, um, as we go here, we... Uh, with the Giants games, we picked the scores here. So, Keith, what you got? I got the Giants. the Giants winning this game right now, 27-19. Timmy. <sighs> Unfortunately. Well, the Allen Robinson thing intrigued me. I almost switched my pick. So, I do apologize, Giants fans, but that D, man. I mean, again, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But I'm going to take the Bears in a low-scoring shit fest. <laughs> I'll even say like 21 16. I'll, I'll throw that out there. That just basically right. takes you 13 and 3 and negates it to a. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with the uh, New York football giants, big blue. Um, and I'm going with a squeaker going 21 20 giants. Nice. That's why you're so handsome, Farachi. Aww. All right. I hope, uh, I'm, wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I would uh, call, we, we, I would we won't call get a Tim, score. I would call Tim handsome, but. He threw his handsomeness away. Hands- and oh. a <laughs> uh, uh, Rodriguez, we won't get a score from Rodriguez today, but maybe we can get one uh, later. We'll, we'll post he, it. But he, he would not he did be go with the Giants. no matter what the score was anyway, so it don't matter. The uh, the Jags, <laughs> we're supposed to be 0-16. They're 1-0 uh, <laughs> first place. Uh, they had to Tennessee to play the Titans. Uh, the Titans are an uh, eight-and-a-half-point favorite here. We all chose the Titans. I think it's pretty... Uh, yeah, I think the why. Jags are going to be jagging off and not coming into the tins. And the tins <laughs> wow. will... Now we got to click that explicit button. Yes, we got to, yeah. Uh, what I um, 
<laughs> Washington. The Washington football team uh, no, heads to the Cardinals uh, to play. Uh, to, well, heads to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals are a six and a half point favorite here. Uh, we all went with the Cardinals here. I think it's. I mean, the the Cardinals offense was held back some against the 49ers and uh, Kyler Murray still had a, had a, a, a very good game. Uh, and now they're going to be facing a subpar defense against Washington. And they just, as I say I that, know, man, they look good though. Yeah, but it's the, like it's Wentz. Sacks. I know, it's, I know. it's Wentz again, you know, uh, Kyler Murray has that escapability. I, I don't know if I made up that word or not. Um, Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> I call them the, the Voldemort's. Team who must no not be name. named. Team no name. Uh, all right, so yeah, we all chose the Cardinals here. The Ravens at the Texans. Uh, Ravens are a seven-point favorite. We all chose the Ravens there. Uh, uh, how are the Texans even a favorite? I mean, whatever. Keep it moving. No, no, no. I, no, the Ravens are a seven-point favorite. Right, I'm, so, I'm sorry. How are the you're Texans wel- even a favorite? You're welcome. How Perry are the Saturn Texans there. a favorite in this game? What are you talking about? <laughs> They're not. <laughs> he knows. He's just being an asshole. The, the, you, what, what? You got about 20,000 people calling you an asshole. <laughs> the Texans are a 12-point favorite. You just said it. Shut up, McMahon. Shut the, up. The videotape. <laughs> the videotape of the dead guy. Uh, the Chiefs head to Los Angeles. Uh, Nine-point favorite. Beautiful stadium, by the way, uh, in, in Los Angeles. State-of-the-art. I like the see-through roof, uh, but... Uh, they're, they're playing the Chiefs with who just like it's unfair. It's like a it's, it's like Madden, you know. They uh, said that that see through glass bakes you like a potato, though. Oh, really? It's, it's like oh, a microwave. Well, it just, just sitting on that seat that just bakes you. I was like, oh, that's. Cool. At least they don't have to deal with the 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 fires and stuff. They had to cancel a baseball game last night, uh, all the way up in Seattle. Hey, isn't it? Uh, it's it's coming all the way to New York City. The the smoke from the West Coast. Great. Um, yeah, one one more thing we need. 2020. Yeah. We don't need no more. We don't need no more. Enough. The Chiefs are kind of like the what is it? The '99 Rams. What, what was that like? Crazy oh, offensive. The greatest show on turf. Oh uh, one. Was that was it a one, one, right? Yeah. 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 The, the Chiefs are kind of like that right now. It's like there's just no beating them. Yeah, I mean, for the first time, for the first time in a long time, uh, it, it, I mean, it's a road game, but the Patriots are underdogs. Uh, first time in a long time that I could remember. Uh, so if and, you know, my memory's not that good. Uh, Patriots head to Seattle. Uh, Seattle, a four-point favorites uh, against the Patriots. I got the Seahawks here. Seahawks. Seahawks. Timmy. So that means that uh, our buddy Rodriguez went with the Patriots. Uh, uh, that that is the Sunday night game. Uh, good, good, good Sunday night game. Uh, can't can't complain about that. And then uh, you know, after week one, we get one Monday night football game a week. Uh, this week we get the unveiling of the Las Vegas Raiders and their stadium. Uh, the Saints head in there. Uh, it's it's a good first uh, game to have there in Las Vegas. Uh, but the Saints are six point favorites. I got the Saints. Timmy. I got the Raiders to lose in their brand new stadium. <laughs> Saints, Saints win. Uh, Keith, let's go Saints. You got the Saints uh, and Rodriguez. Obviously, the reason why I didn't say we all picked the same team was Rodriguez went with the Raiders. Uh, I mean, I mean, it. I can't wait to see the stadium. I, I you know, I can't wait to see that. Uh, but the Saints are gonna 
Saints are going to win that game. I'm glad, right. I'm glad football's in Vegas, to be honest. Well, it, and, and, and that, that, that's a good point. Maybe we could talk about that next week where uh, just a couple of years ago, football's never going to be in Las Vegas. You kidding me? That's a gambling town. What are you talking now there's a Now there's I mean, a DraftKings agreement. The team's going to do the Raiders are the team to break that barrier. Yeah. I, the, the the Giants now got exclusive rights, and, and I, I, I got to read up on that. We'll, so we'll talk about it next week uh, with DraftKings. They got, DraftKings is going to be all over the stadium. They're going to be all over the locker room. They're going to have exclusive rights on Giants.com. Um, and, and, you know, during the Giants game locally there, it's going to be DraftKings uh, constantly. So, I mean, it, it, it's good to see because it's it's happening anyway. Why make why have it illegal? It, it's profitable. It, it helps build up the economy. You, you, you win money, you're going out and spend it, right? Uh, so, but we, we can talk about a little bit more about that next week. Let's wrap it up here, fellas. Uh, put a big old blue and white ribbon on this bad boy. Why don't we, uh, Keith? Any closing remarks? I I just think that uh, it's gonna. We are gonna be a very competitive team all year. Um, whatever our record is, I pick nine wins for the season. Uh, whatever it really truly becomes, uh, I just say to all you giant fans out there, stick to this team. It's gonna be competitive. And it's only getting better from here. Stop being negative. If you are negative, we got a great coaching staff. We got a great core of young talent. Let's go, Giants. Timmy. I agree 100%. Uh, you said, even though I'm picking against them last week and this week, I still think it's everything's going upward. Uh, I said, you know, a few pieces here and there, offensive line especially. We're right in it. So stick with it. Love them. Love my blue. Yep, uh, you know the the Redskins are the, uh, the no. Washington Football Team first blunder of the year. I did it all last year with with uh, San Diego. Uh, they're the only team who's won so far. So I mean, you know, uh, it's super early in the year. Yeah, like Keith said, don't be negative. Take there's going to be negatives in every single game. This is still a developing team, very young core. Uh, so t- take that into consideration. Um, uh, shows that are coming up, uh, the Jader and Kyle show uh, later on this week, uh, the Empire 161 show with Timmy and Ed. Uh, that's going to be a Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, yeah. Saturday afternoon uh, show. Uh, if you want to rewind, we have the Put in the Book show that happened on Monday, the Just Too Sweet show uh, anniversary special. And what is the just... next best show ever coming? Our newest edition for the Put in the Book show. What? When's the next? What is the next show? best? The newest edition of the coming. Put in the Book show. Next week. The newest edition. Next week we'll be back. Sorry, I know the show is really good, but our our lead host gets confused. Don't mind him. Yeah, because he's constantly getting interrupted. <laughs> but that's the um, point. Listen, you, you kick me off the show if you don't want to. So anyway. Uh... <laughs> can I? Can you not unmute yourself? After I muted you, he's stuck. Okay, he's back. <laughs> All right, uh, so that'll wrap it up for us this week. Uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, in some way, shape, or form throughout the week. Uh, join the group. We stomped you out. Facebook group. We got forty new members this week, uh, and we want to continue to add to that. So do that. Uh, and then we'll talk on Sunday, uh, and then we'll be back next week to, to talk about the Giants' victory, uh, and we'll talk about what is going to happen week. 
three. Oh, jeez. As we play the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> until then, we'll talk to you next week. We stomped you out, baby. Later.